Welcome back to the RE Effect podcast. It's your host, as always, Ms. Jovan. Today, I am honored to have with us Ms. Candace. Ms. Candace is the owner and founder of My Truth Clothing Apparel. She's going to share her journey and how she is encouraging people doing mental health awareness. Hi, Candace. How are you? I'm finding you. All right. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to talk about mental health awareness. As you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, Of course, we would like for mental health um, services and education to be every day, which in most cases it is. But they have decided to set aside and dedicate a month to make sure everyone is informed about it. And so you have decided to develop um, your apparel line that is focused on mental health awareness. How did you decide to develop that? Um, I just my whole thing was um, I want to be wanted people to be comfortable with speaking their truth and. The only way that we could get comfortable with it is also just showing it, wearing it on our chest. So I just wanted pe- people to start owning their stuff. And then you know how we out here, we wear different fashion and we feel good in the clothes that we in. And I feel like what better way to show we are comfortable and we are happy with who we are with displaying it on our chest. And so you have labeled your apparel line my truth my peace correct yeah well um instagram is my truth my peace the the brand is called my truth my truth and how did you come up with that concept behind the name um because that's part of you telling your story is your truth nobody else can tell your story but you so i've always tell people speak your truth own your truth don't let nobody else tell you who you are you have to tell people like look this is who i am so i i just want people to tell their story because you telling your story also help other people open up and start telling their story and then we're all working together for the healing process so I just feel like you owning it is speaking your truth. So that's my truth. That's so true. It really is. A lot of times people will hide behind their truth. And all that does is really just cause further pain and yes. further setbacks. You know, but once you um, tell your truth, it's going to do so much with your healing process. That you will start to feel free. Yes. Yes, I definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> so what is one of the biggest misconceptions you think that is associated with mental health? Um, I think people tend to look down on mental health because they automatically think, oh, you're crazy. And it's not, we're not crazy because I believe, I believe that everybody has a mental health problem. It doesn't matter if it's grieving. It doesn't matter if it's depression. It doesn't matter if you, if you just having a baby and you go through that postpartum depression, you understand what I'm saying? Like everybody in some way, even when you're going to work and your boss is getting on your nerves and you have that moment where you need to yourself, that's part of your mental health, you know? So that, that, that was my whole thing is just, you know, we all go through it. And then for people to look down on other people as if they are superior, it's 
it's not true. You know what I mean? If you know somebody that sits there and, and make it seem like they have a perfect life, they're lying and they're fooling their self. And then you'll look at that person and be like, oh, so they, they scared to speak their truth. You know what I mean? So I, I hate the fact that when you have somebody that's bipolar or they're going through depression, everybody is like, oh, well, you, you, you'll get over it. You know what I mean? It's just life or, you know, you're crazy or, you know, and is that I'm human. You know what I mean? I have feelings just like you have feelings. And yes, I may feel my feelings even more than you do, but that makes me, to me, it makes me stronger because I'm willing to address my feelings and you're willing to hide behind them. I think for so many years that people have hid behind the stigmas that surrounded with or that have been labeled to um, mental health. And because of those stigmas, it instilled a fear, a level of fear. And now, because so many things have been happening, and then on top of with, now with COVID, mm-hmm. mental health is like at an all-time high when it comes to a subject for people to talk about. Because like you said, it could be stressed, it could be depressed, and mm-hmm. so many people hide behind things to make themselves look real. But the truth, like you said, my truth, the truth is, we all dealing with something. We mm-hmm. just, it's just how we deal with it is the difference. How we cope with it and function is the difference. Yes. And not only that, you know, our, the older generation, our parents, you know, um, they were growing up as you don't have feelings. You know what I mean? Whatever happens in this house stays in this house. And, you know, just pray about it. I believe in God. I, I do. And I believe that God made therapy therapists for a reason. You know what I mean? So I feel as though... If God has woken you up and he's saying, you know what, it's time for you to start your healing process and you wake up feeling like, oh, let, let me call this therapist and let me start. He made everybody for a reason. So why should we look down on therapists when he made them to do what they were, they have their purpose. So we using them for their purpose to help us heal. And not only that, I think some people don't realize even the mental health therapist seeks mental health or they should, yeah, mental health therapist, or they should. but mm-hmm. most cases they do because, you know, just think, they taking on different patients, situations and telling them how to cope and then, you know, their own personal lives at some point, it may be overwhelming for them as well. Yes, it does. that's very true, very true. So how do you manage your mental health? I go to therapy and I I also have my husband um, when I can't make those therapy appointments or, you know, my therapy, my appointment may be Friday and let's say it's on a Monday. I can call and vent to him and he'll listen and, you know, he'll, you know, let me know like Candace, I understand. So he balances me out. But as far as that, you know, I pray to God all the time. I know the good Lord be like, Candace, that's enough. Give me a break. You you know, <laughs> I just heard from you five minutes ago. <laughs> but I, I see therapy and I love my therapist. And everybody that comes and they vent to me and they tell me their problems, the first thing I ask them is, are you going to therapy? Because we know in some way what our issue is. Sometimes we need to speak it out loud and have somebody say it back to us so we can hear what we are actually going through. That's, I think it's true. I have a therapist too. I think so many people, you know, are ashamed to say it. And, Mm -hmm. but me personally, I, I recommend highly recommend if anyone's listening, if you are struggling with something, if it's, you're feeling depressed, 
depressed or if you're feeling down or if you're not feeling like yourself, whatever it may be, I do recommend that you look into finding a mental health therapist, one who is licensed to be able to help you um, and get you to a place where you're able to cope and function in your everyday life. Yes. And even for the kids, you know what I mean? As parents, we work, you know what I mean? We got to come home. We got to take care of the family and these kids because they went from being in school five days a week to having to be home. Please also help your kids get the therapy that they also need. Don't overlook them because they're young and they're kids, you know what I mean? Because these kids grow up and they still have those mental health problems if they don't get the help while they're young. I agree with that. And not only that, the other thing is, is that if the parent needs um, mental health therapy or Mm -hmm. some type of, you know, coping mechanisms, and if they're not using that for themselves or they don't recognize that, what happens is those traumas end up going, passing it down the train line. You're passing to your children and then your children will pass it to their children. And it pretty much, it falls into that generational curse. And at some point, you had to get to a place you you step in and say, you know what, I'm going to break this. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, do things just a little bit different so that I can be okay as well as my children can be okay and their children and so forth. So like you said, if, if your child needs therapy, grant them that. And don't yeah. be, one of the things I always tell people who I interact with that are parents, never be afraid to ask your child, how are they doing? How was your how was your day? You know, especially you know once school gets fully back up and running, they'll be back around their peers and everything. And kids take on a lot these days, a lot. Yes, so I say ask your child every day. You know, how are you doing? How was school? You know, because you you can get a feel for it, and that way they become comfortable with expressing their feelings on what may be bothering them. Yes. And, you know, just to say that my daughter, she'll be graduating in June and the school that she goes to, she's going to graduate with her AA degree. And when I say that she didn't had a nervous breakdown twice because of it seemed like because they're in school, they're doing virtual. They're giving them more reason. She had that nervous breakdown because she's like, it's just too much. You know what I mean? And again, I you know, she was comfortable enough to come to me and tell me this. And we are working on finding her a therapist. Not only that, I'm so proud of her because she's also going to college to be to do psychology. You know, so I'm I'm just happy for that the fact that my kids are are comfortable enough to come to me and talk to me. And one thing I've always said to adults, you know, and our parents, our our parents didn't do this. When your kid talk to you and vent to you and get advice sometimes you have to step out the parent you know the parent category and and be that friend and when I say that friend you have to tell them your story you can't be like well you need to do this you got to do this no when I talk to my kids look this I you need to do this and I'm gonna tell you why you need to do this but at the end of the day you have to live your life you know what I mean? But don't be afraid to tell your kids your story because you they can actually take that your story and be like, you know what? Because my mother was so honest and she's never lied to me and she has taught me so much and she has told me who she is, 
I can take what she what she has said and I know not to do that. And I think that's a good thing because that's where it comes in the statement, I believe, where they will learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. They'll kids are able to learn from it. It not just from what they see, but your level of honesty. Mm-hmm. And you know, having that communication, that open line of communication, it goes a long way. When you're able to be honest with your children and say, look, this is what it is. This is what it, how I dealt with it. This is what happened during my time. I know your time is different and maybe dealt with a little bit different, but let me just share some insight. Let me share some wisdom with you. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think a lot of times, you know, because we were a part of that environment with where it's what goes on in my house stays in my house. You know, we were on the tail end of that environment. Um, I think that's what held a lot of the communication and those truth talks, you know, mm-hmm. what held them back, I think. Right. You're absolutely right. So how did you begin your journey with strictly just saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on mental health awareness? I, you know, I come across people that, I guess people look at me and they just be like, oh, I could vent to her. You know what I mean? Because I'm a, I've always been that person that I'm going to tell you two sides. And at the end of the day, you have to pick whatever decision, whatever decision you make, that's your decision. You have to live with that. And I've always been honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing to you. I'm going to say, hey, I, I see how this, how they may see it. This is how it's possible. You know, like it's always three sides to a story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've always just, I, I looked at it like that. I, I looked at it like that. And I just want people to, I, I know I've constantly said that a lot today. It's just own it, you know, own it. You know, just you will feel so much better when you talk to people and they can come to you and vent and you'll be like, oh yeah, well, I, I've, I'm going through that right now and let me tell you what works for me, you know, or let me tell you what you could do or how it may be, you know? So I, I just want people to... <laughs> Be okay with it. Be just be okay with who you are. Because I've like I've always told my my kids, everybody has a story. And you can't tell nobody how to feel about their story. The only thing that you can do is just listen. That's all we can do. So I I just I really just live by just speaking my truth. And I, I just see so many people in pain. And I can talk to people and listen to people's story and I can tell the pain and the hurt in their voice. And when I hear that and I see that, it hurts me because I just want people to be healed. I want people to get the help. So, so and I can hear the passion in your voice. And I'm just wondering, was developing this apparel line, has this been therapeutic for you? It has. It it really, really has. I feel so good about it. I am honored when when people are are okay with talking to me and telling me how they feel, you know. So it was therapeutic because it just lets me know like we are human. I'm not the only one that has been, you know, going through depression or Sometimes I have those days when I don't want to be bothered. I just want to be in my own little bubble. You know what I mean? And I and I tell a lot of my friends, like, look, 
if I don't if I don't respond to no text messages when you text or when I when you call and I don't answer the phone, it's nothing personal. I may be just going through my own little thing, and I just need that space. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's that's the gist of it when it comes to <laughs> me. I own it. Like I'll tell people, like, look, these are my side effects. You know what I mean? My warning <laughs> label before you turn into my circle. I'm not a I'm not a needy person, you know what I mean? But when I need my little space, I need you to respect my space just as well as I would respect yours. I, look, I get it. I, I understand. You look, talking to the choir over here. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Some days, I always say they created that decline and caller ID, um, all that little setup for a reason. So mm-hmm. if, you don't wanna, if I don't feel like being bothered, I just don't feel like being bothered. It's nothing personal. But it's personal for me, you know. Yes. So that's my thing. Now let me ask you this: Will you ultimately create um, any of the pearl for children? Yes, I really, really want to. I'm going to start working on that very, very soon because again, we think that but kids don't have feelings, and they have feelings, and those feelings that they, you know, have as children, if they don't get addressed while they're young. Then they grow, they grow up with those to be adults with those same problems. And then you know that saying, hurt people, hurt people. So why not start it? You know, why not get the help while they're young? So again, people, these kids to be able to walk into their classroom and you know, and and feel good with the shirt that they have on. Yeah, I have anxiety and you know what I mean? Like we all have it in some way. Your minds may be, you know, a little bit more serious than yours, but we going through it. Yeah, I'm depressed because I have a lot of homework and instead of you hiding behind yours, I can say that I have it and I can get the help and I can own that part. So yes, I would definitely love to start working on the kids because I think they need it. <laughs> I, look, I agree and I think not only that with them wearing a shirt, it would cause for people to have a discussion, more of an open discussion about that particular topic, you know, of shirt that they, you know, that they're wearing. And I yeah. think it, I think your your clothing line helps people to begin the dialogue in mm-hmm. areas or subjects that that we as a people have been silent on for years. For years, and I will also I will hope after you know when they once they start bringing the kids back into the school, I they need to have a mental health course or they need to buckle down on mental health because these kids are not coming back the same they're not these kids have been in the house for so long that they may not know how to interact with other kids when it comes to you know the teachers you have some kids that's sitting in their bed laying back doing classwork so now they have to adjust to being in the school where they actually have seven classes instead of four you know what i mean so when you're putting kids back into the environment again you have to be open to have those discussions in school. Speaking of that, um, where you're saying as far as the discussions in school, um, do you think there are any other steps that can be done or taken to bring more awareness and resources for mental health? That is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) That really is a good question. I just think that when it comes to the schools and it comes to 
I think everybody right now, the way we are going right now, I think everything is working out how it should be. But I, I want people to be louder about it. You know what I mean? Anybody can speak their voice. You know what I mean? We can all do it. It's just, do are we comfortable enough to do it? And like one of my shirts say, um, one of the the strong, I'm strong because I go to, I'm stronger because I, I'm, I'm willing to accept who I am. You know what I mean? I, I, that is a real good question. I just, I think, <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I think one of the, I, no, you did good with it. But I, I also think one of the things too is that people need to be aware of the resources that's available to them. Yes. And I think not only the resources available, I just think some things, some services need to be need to be offered at free of charge. Some they things, do, you know, they, they do. Everything doesn't have to have a price tag attached to it, because anytime you're saving somebody's life, which could ultimately save someone else's, I think that's more valuable than any dollar that you could pocket in your money. I mean, you know, yeah. any money you can put in your pocket. So I just think that if the resources are there, you know, and also like you mentioned, like community partnership, you know, getting involved with the schools and, you know, people getting back to service. I can remember times when they had, you know, Officer Friendly would come and Gruff the Crime mm-hmm. Dog. And mm-hmm. you know, there were partnerships that talked about those issues where they talked about drugs and they talked about violence and things. And I think we need to go back to that system of connecting with community. And I think it will help, especially with mental health. I think so much will be discovered um, with that. So hopefully, and, and, you know, in the future, you'll be able to go in and speak to some of these, you know, maybe women groups and children, whatever, you know, get in there and speak to them and as well as, you know, p- show people your apparel line and everything like that, but just get to a point where you also educating them so that they can yes. so that they can get to a place where they speak in their truth, you know what I mean? Yes, and even if they have to do like an after school program where people right. have to, you know, because not not everybody wants to go straight home, you know what I mean? Some people need the outlet and like you said, not every therapist is free of charge so if you have a group at school like hey this is our little mental health group after school program you know if you need to help we're all here and everybody talks in a circle and say what their problem is or even if it has to be private it's it should be there because Mm -hmm. everybody some people issue is at home and then you have some people issue is at school and what makes it so hard and i feel so bad for these kids now when we were young we we could go to school if we have problems at home. We go to school and we can get to escape. If we have you know problems at school, we go home and we can escape. Now they got social media, so it's always there. They can't escape. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is so painful, and that's why you have so many of these kids that are killing themselves. To me, this is my opinion, more now than they than it was when we were young. Yes. Because they don't have an outlet. They all, it's always there. And that is so hurtful. So hurtful. So it's, I, it is, it, it, so many things have changed. You know, like you said, with social media, it makes things that much more of a challenge. And 
that's where I think the education piece comes into play, where we're educating our children, not just at school, but also at home about, you know, the pros and cons to social media and, you know, what to try to stay away from. Granted, we can't be around our kids and watch everything they do 24-7, but just hope that the seeds that we plant in them, that they'll keep them in mind when dealing with certain things. Um, now, I'm quite sure developing your business was not easy at all, but you did it. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And have you ever become discouraged in the process of developing your business or even just maintaining it? Yes. Let me tell you, I am one of the people that really overthinks stuff. I have so many different ideas that I come up with and different things that I want to do. I've always wanted to be that person that put their head, their hands in a little bit of everything. I'm very crafty, let me tell you. (laughs) So when it comes to things that I want to do, I'll come up with the whole plan and then I've been like, oh my goodness, what if it's not good enough? Or what if they're going to feel like this? Or what if this is going to happen? And my husband be like, Candace, just do it. Just do it. Like you don't never know how it's going to work out if you don't do it. You know, so I, you know, I told myself, my therapist, I told my therapist about it back in January and she was like, Candace, just make yourself a 30 day plan. You know what I mean? Let's, let's just start there. You know what I mean? Make, make 30 day goals. You know what I mean? And when she told me we're going to talk again in February and my mission was like, look, I got until February to do this. Cause when I talk to my therapist, I want to be able to tell her that I did something different. You hear me? I, I want I want to be able to say that. You know what I mean? She gave me this homework and I want to do my homework. So I had to tell myself, like, is is that time? You know, is that time? Mental health month in May is coming up. And you at least want to start the process and moving. So when that comes in, you're already out there booming. So, yeah, I'm one of the people, I'm overthinking it. I'll sleep, you know, have a little sleepless nights. I'll sit there and be like, do you think this is good? Should I put this on there? You know, so I'm I'm a perfectionist. I I am. I am. So I I worry myself. And I always say, you know, my husband is so supportive and he's always like, do it. But I'm my person. I, I hold myself back. I really, really do. And then I'll go and be depressed and, you know, like I want to do this and it's, and I can do it. It's just my mind is, is I'm fighting with myself. And that's the hardest thing when you're fighting with yourself. My, I had one part like, do this, you got this. And then the other part like, no, Candace, you ain't ready. <laughs> and, I, and I had to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and do it and let God handle everything. So... Well, I'm here. You've been doing good so far. So. <laughs> Thank you. Next? You're welcome. What's next for my truth? What What's your game plan? What's anything in the works that you're working on that you can share with us? I'm not sure. You know, I, I have thought about that also. I would like to do a maybe like what you're doing, a mental health podcast. Or I would like to go around and start, you know, having a mental health group. You know, everybody just come out and, you know, feel your feels, you know. So, and I do want to start the children, um, the children line. So it's so many, like I said, I come up with so many ideas. And for me to just sit here and pick one, that's that's hard for me to do. (laughs) Well, I want you to, whatever it is, 
whatever you feel, whatever you feel in your heart to do, I just want you to do it because I believe that there's someone out there, even if it's just one person, there's someone out there that will be impact, impacted or will be touched by you just sharing your story. Yeah. And you just, you never know that one person that, that you touch with your story and sharing your truth will encourage them to share theirs to, and somebody else will bring one. It'll then be like a line where people are just being, you know, healed yeah. within themselves. And that alone is, is just, it just do something to you when you're able to see somebody from where they were to where they mm-hmm. are now and you're able to see the growth. Um, yep. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. And like one of my shirts say, heal people see and hear things differently. So when you're talking, when I have conversations, I can tell when somebody is going to therapy. I can tell when they are in the process of healing. And I just, I love it. And then I've been in conversations with people with a friend of mine and he's just talking and I can see it in his eyes. And I had to tell him, like, you are in so much pain and I can look in your, and I started to tear up because it hurt so bad and he's not getting the therapy. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you're in so much pain right now. And I think you need to seek your therapist. You need to stop pulling, you know, putting it off. But the longer you put it off, the more you're hurting yourself and you don't deserve to be hurt. Mm-hmm. You you just don't. So I, I just want everybody to own who they is. It does not matter if you are, you know, if you're working on yourself or, you know, like you're just getting into it, just see yourself. And I think during the pandemic, a lot of people started to see who they are and some people are okay with it. And some people be like, look, I don't like who I see. And that right there, you seeing who you really is and saying that you don't like who you see, you have so much respect for me and you are so much stronger than the people that are scared to actually see their self. That's, that's true. That's so true. I think, I, you know, some people will say, well, the pandemic allowed me to see people for who they really are. No, the <laughs> pandemic allowed, should allow you to have seen you for who you are and what yeah. you're willing to tolerate and what you're yeah. not. That's how I see it. I took, I took the pandemic as time to, to look and reflect on myself. Yeah. I had to do some self-reflection and, you know, do some self-evaluation and work on me, you know, and that, that's what I did. But let me ask you this. So I'm going, I'm, I, I saw a shirt that I like. I'm just debating if I want a tank top or if I want a t-shirt. That's what my issue is. But I'm going, okay. I'm going to order my stuff because I'm going to support you. But I want you to make sure you give your information so that everybody else, all our listeners, can make sure that they get some items from off of My Truth. Yeah, so my Instagram page is called My Truth, My Peace. And the website is www.mytruth.shop. So in a lot of these shirts, the, the quotes on these shirts, this is stuff that pops in my head. And these are the things that I possibly have gone through, you know what I mean, that I felt. So a lot of these things is just how I know other people may think or may feel. And it could be just my feelings, but I know somebody can be can relate to it because we all in some way have a story. We all have a story. I know I have a shirt on there and this is me. This is This is me. Where it says, I don't withdraw because I want to. I do it because that's the only way I know to protect, how to protect myself. And that's me. 
that's me. I, you know, I go into my little bubble and I have my moments, but that's the only way in some way I know how to protect myself. And then I'll be like, you know what? This is not right. You know, let me make my therapy appointment or let me, you know, finally just speak to my, you know, speak to my husband. And I'm not saying that I don't talk to him. Is that, you know, we'll, you know, we'll interact. But when I'm ready to like say how I'm feeling, then I'll do that. And he's always open to it. But I know that I can withdraw. And I know I've seen people where they withdraw and they start to hide. You know what I mean? Because they feel like that's part of protecting themselves. So I had to put that on a shirt because I know that I'm not the only one out here that feels like that. <laughs> and that's the thing. You're not. And it's good that you have a supporting um, husband, you know, to help you with going through it. But I want to make sure that everyone please go check out my truth my peace on instagram instagram click the link in the bio and you can go on there and look at some phenomenal pieces with very powerful sayings and words on them um we just want to support those who are out there trying to help somebody else so y'all make sure y'all check out miss candace on instagram my truth my peace and stay tuned for any of her future endeavors that she will be birthing for. Candace. I'm so grateful for you being on the podcast with me today. I truly appreciate it. And I wish you nothing but much success. And thank you for having me and everyone that's listening. Peace and blessings. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome.